Hi, I'm Samantha Varner, and this is the She Needs Grit podcast, the show where I dig into how to prioritize profit in your business and build an empire using grit and strategy and doing it in a simple, no BS kind of way. Let's get started. This is She Needs Grit Podcast, and I'm your host, Samantha Varner. I am halfway through the summer with my kiddos, and I was thinking about what podcasts do people need to hear right now? What is hard halfway through the summer? And for me, this is a thing that I have dealt with in the past, and so I am 100% certain it's come up for you too. So today, we're going to really talk about that phrase mom guilt or dad guilt. Honestly, I don't know that dad guilt is a phrase, but let's say feeling torn between work time and family time and feeling like you need to be working when you're with your kids or when you're at home and feeling like when you're at work, you should really be spending more time with the kids and doing more things there. And I think this happens for so many of us entrepreneurs because it does feel like it's within our control. And yet there's also something out of control. If we don't really think about what our vision is for our business and what our time is meant to be used for. And part of that can be when you're working in a business and you're working really hard to generate every single dollar and it hasn't become simple, and it hasn't become streamlined yet, this can happen because you're just go, 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 trying to make sure that you are creating more revenue all the time in your business day in, day out. That can cause a lot of stress when you're trying to sit down and hang out with your kids and play a silly game or whatever it might be. So there's where it lands, right? We are in that position of feeling torn and feeling like half in, half out of all of the parts of our lives while we're doing it, instead of really taking dedicated time and dedicated effort when we're doing one thing and when we're doing another. And geez, that sounds really simple, right? Just work when you're working and then play when you're playing. It's not that easy and I know it, right? I've got four kids that are, they're getting big. They're 14, 12. We just had a birthday. So a 12 year old is here now, a 10 year old and an eight year old. And so what that middle age of kids looks like for me in my house is a couple of different things. And depending on the stage that you're in with kiddos, I know that little kids stage is different, right? You have different needs and different circumstances, but I also know you can still do this in your business even with littles. It just takes some planning. So my kiddos now need things like chauffeur services. Chauffeur services are a huge thing. We don't live, when I grew up, I lived in a small town and a lot of the things that we went to, I was capable of hopping on my bike and getting there. It's just not a reality for where we live and how far away we are from some of the facilities that we use. So fair enough. They need a chauffeur which doesn't sound that bad until you start thinking that four kids need a chauffeur and very rarely are they going to the same location at the same time. So you can imagine that my Uber skills are very, very good. Um, 
I'm dyingly grateful about the fact that my husband still works from home most of the time. And so that allows him to be part of that chauffeur service too. So I get to spread the love with that. So kids need chauffeur service. Kids need engagement time, but it is different than when they were little because now it's on their timeline, right? That whatever thing is plaguing them, whatever they want to talk about, that really is when they come around and want to have that conversation with you. Any of you who have had or have currently had teens and preteens knows that you having an idea of a conversation that needs to be had and doing it on your timeline as the parent <laughs> rarely goes well, right? They, they have to come to you and you want to be available for them when they need you, when they want to have that conversation with you. And so that's shifted in my timeline a little bit. And then I have, especially during the summer, I have you know, the continuous and constant arguing over basically who looked at me, who breathed on me, who's accidentally wearing one of my socks, who decided to take my pillow off my bed and beat me with it, all the things. And so the constant legislation or the choice not to legislate all of those sorts of things still means that I get to be, (laughs) I definitely get to hear about it. Whether I want to or not, I'm still involved to some degree even if it's just to say, I am not interested in legislating your tiny human problems, please sort it out. Use your own capable skills and figure it out. And then occasionally, of course, you need to step in regardless, right? So if you feel this and you know, yes, this is you, and you also feel that feeling of How do I do work when I need to do work and be available to my kids when they need me? I want you to talk to yourself, which is only mildly weird. I want you to talk to yourself about how clear and concise have you made your work hours to your kids, right? How, maybe the question actually should be, how clearly and concisely have you outlined your own work hours for yourself? And this doesn't have to be a really structured nine to five in my office and otherwise I'm available because that's just not feasible. And also who wants to work nine to five? I don't want to work nine to five. So it's more about building a circumstance where how much time do you need to get the tasks done that move the needle forward in your business? And how can you do that in a way that creates some boundaries and some expectations on your kids that you need this time, or if you've got littles, then how do you create that time when they don't need you? So when you've got childcare, when you've got nap time, when they're off to bed, a lot of times we have to work around that. And I think there's some creative ideas in terms of how do you create that time if you're in that space where there's supervision is required at all times, That does make this harder, but it doesn't make it impossible. So all that to say, as you're sitting and listening to this, I want you to think about where is the disconnect? Is it you're feeling guilty for working? You're feeling guilty for spending time with the kiddos? Or when you are spending time with either work or the kids, you're not actually present. You're not actually focused on that because you're still worrying about the other side of that coin at all times. And that's where I used to find myself all the time. When I was hanging out with the kids, I felt mildly resentful that I was hanging out with them and that 
they wouldn't nap or they wouldn't just play quietly so I could get the work done. And then when I was working, I was feeling guilty that I wasn't engaged with the kids or that I was hiring some help to help with the kids, but it wasn't me doing it. There's a lot of stuff wrapped up in that. So what I wanted to just outline, and I really want to, I'm going to outline for you guys what I did this summer with the current kid situation that I have in order to alleviate some of this. And then I'm going to just riff off some ideas of things I've done in the past when the kids were younger, things that I know friends have done, and things you could contemplate doing to make this feel possible. Okay, so this summer, first thing I did is I sat down and I put everything on the calendar, like all the thousands of sporting events and places we needed to go and activities that we wanted to do. And I looked at that and thought, there is no way I can be hosting client calls four days a week. It is just not feasible. So for the summer, I asked, and we're going to talk about this, I asked all of my clients to move their sessions onto Wednesday or Thursday. So all of my client sessions, barring an emergency this summer, and it's been pretty good, um, all of my clients are on a Wednesday or Thursday. So my Wednesdays and my Thursdays, guys, they are legit long. They are really back to back to back to back with clients, and I am all in. I am like sequestered in this office, and... I'm working really, really hard and I'm engaged in that for my clients. My, the majority of my networking events happen to fall Wednesday, Thursday as well. So what that means is I'm pulling 12 and 14 hour days for two days a week. I'm doing that for the summer. It won't be forever, but guys, the freedom that's created for me means I very rarely, if ever in the summer work on a Friday. So we've done water park trips and we can go and sit out by the pool and we can hang out and go get ice cream and we can go to the library and I can take my daughter who is a book addict to the bookstore and we can find time to do all of that in the week and they get my undivided attention because when I go to do those activities with them, I'm not worried about work. I've got all my client stuff done. That's all wrapped up. So Monday, I do a little bit of admin in the morning and the rest of the afternoon is off. So Monday, again, I have most of the afternoon off. I have one call that I do for my own coach actually on Mondays, but otherwise the rest of the day is off unless I have admin that has to be done. Tuesday is mostly off. So again, I do whatever admin or backend work in my business has to be done Tuesday mornings and then that's it. I'm done. So I am, and just to give that some context, two things that I want you to realize. I make more money doing it this way this summer than I made this time last year, working five days a week and feeling like a crazy person. So that's a win. And secondly, I don't feel torn or guilty about my all-in work days because I know I have ample time, more time than I give to work, to the kids and to my family and to all of that piece. And that feels really good to me. I also didn't have pushback from one client, not one. Not one client had a problem when I said to them, I'm condensing my schedule for the summer. Can we find a time in these two days? Nobody minded, right? I think so many business decisions 
that we are apprehensive to make is because we're afraid that people aren't going to like our decision. And the reality is they're people too. They understand and most of the time are willing to comply. So I want you to, if you're thinking about this and thinking, how could I make this work in my business? How could my practice function differently? Then I want you to think about the fact that people are willing to let you be a person and have a life if you ask them to. They're also willing to be there every single day, all day long. Before we and go to not let what you have a life does this if you don't create do that for me for yourself. I want to talk okay. about some of the things I've done in the past that have allowed me to do this when the kids were littler. So one thing I've done is I've actually exchanged time with another parent where I'll take kids on one day, they take the kids on the next day, which frees a whole day up because they have all the kids. And that can be really, really valuable. That other mom or other parent doesn't have to necessarily be working a business. They might just want to put their feet up or read a book or who cares. They can do whatever they want to do. Maybe they work in their garden. I don't know. That doesn't even matter. But the fact that for one day, I'll have a bunch of kids and they will entertain each other and it will be chaos and loud. And that is basically how my life is anyway. So I don't mind. And then the next day I would get a full day or four hours for that day of uninterrupted time because none of the tiny humans were here. That was huge. I also would invest in myself and spend money on either babysitting or drop-in childcare or mother's helpers and nannies over the summer. And I can't even tell you the cost benefit of getting some help and allowing me to be all in on the business without having to worry about all the little things all day long meant I could grow my business faster. I could alleviate that mom guilt. Your kids, in my belief, don't need you 24-7. They don't love you less for you building a business. You are building something so much bigger than that, right? You are showing them that you're going after your dreams. You're showing them that you're working really hard to create a result that you want to create. And I think that lesson, sometimes we forget how valuable that is for our kids to see that. So I want you to embrace the fact that that's what you're doing, right? You're a shining example of someone who just goes after it and does it and focuses on it they'll be okay. I promise you, they'll be okay. So once you have the vision of wanting to do things, you know, not half-assed, I don't want a half-assed parent and then half-assed work and actually not move the needle forward in any of them and feel terrible about it. I mean, that's gross, right? We don't want to do that. So if our goal is we want to feel peace, We want to achieve things in our business. We want to feel like a great parent. We want to be engaged in our family life. We want to create time freedom in our business. Then what you need to figure out is the simplicity behind this. Is the what structure would work for you to create this opportunity? And if you have a lot of reluctance or disbelief that this is possible for you, I cannot instilling you enough to say, come and talk to me. Send me a quick message on Instagram at shecollective.biz. We can back and forth in there a little bit and I can help you pull out what might be possible 
to create for yourself and build that flexibility and ditch the mom guilt, ditch the half-assing both sides of your life and not feeling great about any of them. So listen, if you love this podcast and it spoke to you, or hey, even more importantly, if you have a friend who owns a business and over wine, this is the conversation. How do I possibly get this all done? I'm really struggling. I feel like a shit mom. I'm not moving my business forward. I'm not profitable. All of those conversations, I know you're having them over wine or some sort of bubbly seltzer. I would ask you this week, share this episode with that person. Let them hear somebody who's done it differently because that creates belief in the fact that if somebody like me with four kids and a busy life and a big business can do it, then that means you can do it too. And let me tell you, your friend needs to hear this, just like perhaps today you needed to hear this. So share this episode. If you want a little bit of back and forth, let me help you. DM me on Instagram. Let's have a conversation about this and figure out a way that we can be guilt-free and full-assed in everything that we do. Have a great week, you guys. Are you ready to build your business to six figures? Then you need to book a profit assessment with me, Samantha Varner, Profit Coach of She Collective. Discover how working with me as your profit coach will change the trajectory of your business. Using my proprietary crush formula, I help you identify and renovate the areas of your business that are holding you back from creating the money you know is possible. Book your call at bit.ly backslash profit maker call and let's get started.